Welcome to This Is Only Your Life. That's sarcastic, meaning it's only your life, no big deal. Overcoming the bullshit to open your heart and mind with Janice Corsano. In this episode, it has to get put on hold, and a lot of the times I feel like I can't get enough done for the amount of time that I am given per day. And I, I You mean the amount of time that we don't have per day? Right. Meaning yeah. we used to be able to get more done, but that's you know kind of the theme these days where it feels like we don't have enough time in a day to get a quarter of what we would be normally being able to do. So we have a special guest with us again this week. We have my daughter Holly, who I love having on, who was here, I don't know, what, a month ago, two months ago? Oh, so oh probably, I no, probably I six been months ago yeah. because time flies. And God knows I don't have any concept of that anymore. Yeah, no, the last time I was here, I think, was October because um, I think that we were talking about my car payments. Oh, well, mm-hmm. see, I'm thinking a month and that was six months, see? Yeah. It could have been 10 years as far as. <laughs> As fast as time's flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we were discussing about how I was going to turn my four-year car payment to two years. Oh, how's that coming? Um, it's good. Instead of, um, I mean, get a little closer. Instead of uh, paying what it I pay, like what it says I should pay, I always pay more. So I guess I'm doing the right thing. I think you're on track then. Mm-hmm. So you were doing something to the house while I was with clients earlier today. Yes. Because um, the energy is intense and poised have been un- uncomfortable. And there's, you know, we have a lot of people that come in and out and we have to do a lot of smudging and, you know, working on the energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I keep hitting the mouse. That's good. I'm like, what is that clicking sound? Me hitting the mouse. Uh, yeah. So what, it, what I was doing this morning to the house was... Um, well, I've been feeling when I've come home since I've been in New York a lot lately, I just wrapped a feature, um, and I haven't been home in weeks. A feature what? The the You're thinking the audience knows what the hell you're talking oh, about. Oh, a feature film, um, feature-length film, uh, which basically means that I was in New York for a long time and I was not home. And when I came home, the energy was very easy for me to feel in the house because I hadn't been here in so long that it was more noticeable that it needed something. I wasn't sure if it was me coming from New York or, uh, or if it was just like the clients that, you know, come in and out of the house and I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. So anyways, I decided to, um, go around each room and I rakied the corners of each room while I was using sage so I was smudging and then also um, once I went through each room as I hit the main corners of the house uh, I grounded them also so it was kind of like planting little like anchors in the corners of the house so the house became one whole unit and then I took that and grounded the whole house into like this green the emerald green into the, the this deepness of the earth. When we do our grounding exercise, um, 
they showed me over the years this very healing place in the earth. You don't want to ground yourself to the top of the earth because that's going through major changes too and you would feel ungrounded by doing that. But there's a very healing spot deep in the earth and it looks like an emerald green color. Mm, yeah, so that is when I ground where I ground to. And I was connecting the each room up to white light as well. So, so we have our feet in the ground and our head in the clouds, the nice balance of being connected up and down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Into uh, the, the more positive, higher. Because we have a lot of intense energy on the planet, as we know, we talk about this often. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure... You could you could say from you know your experience of what you've been feeling and how it's been feeling to you, mm-hmm. and being in New York on the on the film, that's kind of its own little culture, and everyone's energy is very excited because they're working on something, and and then when you go back out the door, and you go back into you know everyday life, then it changes back to what the energy feels like as the whole of the world. Mm-hmm. Right. And you yeah. Get more of the whole of the world. Yeah. Well, the. F- Film land is very easy to get caught up in because it's so, you're focusing so much of your day and and night once you leave on the production itself because you're, you're on set for 12 hours and then it's a 10-hour turnaround, so then you have to be back. You know, by the time you get to where you're staying, you know, eat, shower, go to sleep, wake up, drive back, you know, you didn't really have time to do much of anything than than uh then work. Eat, eat shower work and go yeah. back right yeah so it's just that and then on the weekends I would drive back to Connecticut and um fit in all of my cut and color clients that I had to kind of push over and smush into the weekend so that way I could do the film so she smushed all of her clients <laughs> <laughs> yes I Except for me, I'm not smushed because, as everyone knows, that if it's, you know, the shoemaker, what do they say? The shoemaker, the shoemaker goes no shoes. without shoes. <laughs> yeah. The shoemaker's kids got no shoes. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Forget the hair. I did it's in there. It's in I, I cut your hair one time. I cut, I, that's not true. I, I fit her in for a haircut before I went to New York one time. So she didn't look like a sheep dog, <laughs> shaggy dog hair. Um, but. So uh, running around on the film feels actually productive because everyone's working together as a unit to create one thing, and the set itself was actually very positive, and the people were very... um, They were... They were upbeat, you tell me. Yeah, everyone was... They were excited about doing the film, and they were excited about it. Right. And that's and that's really nice when we're when we're working on a project and everyone's working together and they're all upbeat and excited mm-hmm. about it, regardless of like what the film is about. You know, if there's sad parts in the film, I'm sure you feel that when they're doing the sad parts. But because everyone's a team and trying to to create this vision that you see, you know, way more of that feeling coming together. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but then leaving set and entering the world, you know, like my other stuff that I have to work on has to get put on hold. And a lot of the times I feel like I can't get enough done for the amount of time that I am given per day. And I, I You uh, mean the amount of time that we don't have per day? Right. Meaning yeah. we used to be able to get more done, but that's 
you know, kind of the theme these days where it feels like we don't have enough time in a day to get a quarter of what we would be normally being able to do. Although we even forgot what that was. I mean, I don't even know what normal, what a normal day used to feel like anymore. Right. So, um, um, dialing it back in though is the reason why I did the grounding for the house is because I wanted to feel that when I came home that I was in a place that was protected and I felt um, relaxed and comfortable and I didn't feel stressed and affected by the stress of time and affected by other people um, that may be coming in and out of the house and I wanted to feel like I could, that anything that I did was productive and easily, like, manifested. And I didn't want, um, I just didn't want to feel like I was stagnant at the house. And I was starting to feel like that. And I don't, I don't think anyone wants to feel like that when they're at their house. So. And that's normally not the way that it feels. You know, it's been intense these last, you know, I don't know, a few months, but, you know, smudging and doing a lot of smudging and stuff is important. And the more that you do it, as as we well know, the better it is. And then, again, it's a time thing. You run out of time, and then it's, you know, midnight mm -hmm. or whatever, and you're exhausted. And then I always hit the house with white light, which is actually very helpful. If you don't have time to do your smudging, which I tend to have more time to try to do that, like that's part of a... You have to do that. I don't care if you don't have time. Figure it out. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, it's part of a, a ritual as far I as... I keep it in my car, too, actually. Yeah, because sage. it's important. I sage before I go uh, driving. Well, Always. it's important to, to, you know, clear the energy. And people don't realize that you bring it in from places that you've been. And mm -hmm. not only do you bring it in, but, you know, people that come in. So if you're not the only person that lives in your house or people that come in and out of your house even if they're only visiting, you know, for a little while, mm -hmm. they're still bringing in all the energy. And I kind of laugh at when I'd go to different places, like going to the doctor's office. What doctor was it? Whatever doctor it was. I went into the office and I was sitting in the waiting room and I was perfectly fine. And I got into the room and the, the nurse came in, you know, how they take your blood pressure and stuff. <coughs> and after she took my blood pressure, I was starting to feel like really uncomfortable and... and really annoyed and sad and and whatever and in comes the doctor and I just burst out in tears hysterical crying and he's like it's okay it's okay you're so strong you know with all the the, the pain and stuff because I was in you know very bad accident so having back injuries and all kind of different um issues with with um pain and stuff so it was he, in that accident I was there yeah she was <laughs> there um but so he was like, no, it's okay, it's okay. And I had to actually get something for you while I was there. And so he's like, no, Janice, it's fine. It's fine, let it out, it's fine. And he opened the door and he said, come on, let's go in my office. And I walked over the line of the door into the hallway. And I turned and looked at him and I said something and like, so blah, 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 blah. And he went, what the hell was that? Because I changed so fast and I went, oh, my God. I said, who was in there before me? And he said, um, I said, did they look just like I did just now? And he goes, hold on. As a matter of fact, yes, they did. And he was so freaked out. <laughs> He's like, what was that? He goes, get in my office. So he went down the hall into his office. He goes, okay, so tell me how you are. I said, I'm okay. I said, you know, I'm okay, normal. He's like, Oh, my God. I've I said, clean your offices before I get in here. 
<laughs> and that was, he, he was so amazed. He's like, I've never seen anything like that. I said, you'd be surprised at how much that's actually happening with different patients that are coming in and out. Because if somebody's, you know, feeling so much pain or so intense or having such a hard time, and then the next person comes in, they're leaving that energy behind. And I was so, whoever was in there, they're in the intensity of their energy, and they were right there before me. And I'm so sensitive to picking that up, but, but we all are. And it's not like you're not. So mm-hmm. that, that, that actually happened to me on set with one of my, uh, with one of my friends who is acting, who was acting in it also that they felt there. They were having, um, some like anxiety thing in, it was coming out in like their stomach kind of like they were feeling like tight in their stomach. And when they sat in my chair for me to do their hair, I was like, um, are you feeling anxious because you sat in my chair and now I feel anxious all of a sudden? They were like, oh, uh, maybe that's <laughs> correct. Uh. <laughs> but most people wouldn't know that or they wouldn't think of it. And, you know, right. just understanding that you having, under, uh, having an understanding of that. Right. Well, also, too, because it's my friend, I felt comfortable asking if that was, you know, their feeling or my feeling. You know, I wanted to, I was wondering how they were feeling. Well, it's important. Yeah. It's important if you could actually ask the person, mm-hmm. because then it gives you a confirmation about what it is that you're feeling. And that's why, when I stepped out the door at the doctor's, who was totally like freaked out for, for a second, he was like, "What the hell? Could you come in my office? Are you okay?" Like, because it changed so fast within one second. As soon as I stepped over the door thing, you know, like the door. I can't even think of what the hell that is, but the door out the door into the hallway it was it was totally different and he n- recognized it immediately and so did i as soon as in, a second later i was like who was in there hold on it's like i've never seen that happen before in my life but that's actually something that you wouldn't necessarily see happen because you wouldn't think that you would think that the person that's in the room and you know rightly so i could be like that you know i could have went in there and been you know like really upset and and, you know, the pain levels or whatever. But that's not usually how I am when I go in there. So he was, you know, like, no, no, it's okay. It's fine. You know, you're so strong. But when he saw me step out the door that I was totally different. And that's like when you sat in the chair and you're like, wow, I was sitting in this chair and I was fine. And now someone else sat in the chair and now I sat in the chair and now I'm feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. What just happened? Right. Well, no, it was more like... I was in the makeup room and then the person came and sat in my chair for me to style her, the hair. And then I was like, my, I noticed my feeling just changed. Is this that person feeling that or is this me feeling that? Let me ask them. And when you found out, that helped confirm that, mm-hmm. that you were feeling somebody else. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people don't get the, the idea of that. It's a hard one for people to grasp in the idea that you're aware of it. So in places right. that you go, what's the place that you feel the most anxiety? Because you're around, like, driving all over the place. Like, right. driving, you can feel a lot of anxiety, which is why you smudge your car and why you have a lot of protection around your car while you're driving. Right. Um, well, I am in New York all the time. So I do feel... I am very sensitive to, like, that hustle and bustle feeling of people, like, running everywhere for some reason. They are always running and feeling very frustrated and generally cranky. New York is interesting. Uh, so, And then it's contagious, so then we get more cranky and more running and more 
Although I think the, these days it just feels like we're running in circles because it takes three times to get anything done. Right. Well, yeah. So then, so what I was, <laughs> another reason why I was doing what I was doing earlier today with the smudging and drying the house too was I wanted to feel, well, first I f- had to check back in with myself because I started my morning as running around like a nut and feeling like I had a ton of things to catch up on and uh, a ton of emails and a ton of um, like cut and color clients to get back to and a ton of brides to get back to and like a lot of scheduling to organize and a lot of paperwork to go through and just uh, being very behind on a ton of things from being gone for the, the month of, you know, the couple weeks of filming that I just, I felt so uncomfortable and disorganized that I, I just had to stop and do something different and couldn't, I wasn't getting anything accomplished. I was just moving too fast and trying to do too many things at once that it wasn't helpful in any way. So I was like, you know what, let me, let me just relax and ground. And then it, it just started. That's what led it, led me into the grounding of the house. It wasn't like, I wasn't waking up thinking I'm going to ground the house today. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. But the wonderful thing is, is that you used a tool to help to do something because when we're running around like that, a lot of people will just keep going. Right. Well that, and that's why I recognized that something had to be different because I realized that you know, I'm in, in control of the way that I would like to be feeling and I was not happy with how I was feeling at that moment and however my day is going to go, I would like to be the person deciding the feelings and I didn't feel like I was deciding the feelings. I felt like I was being very affected um, by things that, quote, I was supposed to do rather than things that I was able to do at the moment. So, And as you change because the whole point in in stopping and being aware because it's awareness is like we talk about is 90 percent of what we do just being aware of the way that you were feeling and that you didn't have to feel that way that you had some control over the way you were feeling mm-hmm. and we're not saying that we're you're, we're having you not feel your emotions we're saying we're having you stop and actually be aware of your emotions and right what you no are yeah feeling. no i wasn't trying to not feel anything just i mean but I, but what I was feeling was anxiety, and like I wasn't accomplishing enough, and um, just a sense of like disorder, and and just like everything was piled, and there was no like, like I didn't have a clear, organized, um, to to do list, and I just I I just felt very uncomfortable. I didn't like it, so. I realized that rather than running around and trying to do all these things that it... You mean in, instead of fighting against it, you stopped? Like, because you were fighting an uphill battle, you felt like you're, if you're feeling un- that uncomfortable, and we'll keep going through it. Like, we'll be like, okay, this has to get done, this has to get done, and we'll stay in that feeling. Mm-hmm. If we realize and stop, like you did today, mm-hmm. it gives you an, actually a, a different thing to do. It's like, okay... And I tell it to people all the time, you need to slow down. Mm-hmm. Slow down, stop. Do something different. Get right. some perspective. Right. Well, actually, because the reason that we're, like, on the planet is not to do paperwork and not to, like... Are you sure? I, uh, I, 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 I'm unsure, but <coughs> I'm unsure based on the amount of paperwork we all have. But uh, it's, you know, I don't know. I feel like I, just, I did not like how I was feeling, and it needed to change. And I just I feel like the reason why we're here is to be creative and to you know, show unconditional love and learn 
um, you know, how to just how to, I guess, in, intuit people and yeah, I, use our six senses that we have. Yeah, I don't know, but I just was feeling very. I guess the good, a good word would be icky. Today I felt icky and I didn't like it. And, and we just came back from we went to see um, my son and Holly's brother um, in Boston on Saturday and mm -hmm. Sunday, and. We ate all of the things. It was wonderful. Yes, it was wonderful. We ate all the things. Mm -hmm. I don't know what things, but they were all delicious things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the amazing part about it is that as soon as we got there, we didn't stop for one minute. It's always like that. Like when uh, when my brother and I, when I go up to visit him, uh, we always kind of cram in a bunch of activities and do a bunch of things. So for me, that felt very regular. But I, I think... <laughs> I think uh, I think that it was, it was, we had fun. It was great. We were, you know, trying to get some time so we could, you know, do all kinds of different things. But since we didn't stop for one minute, and then when we got home last night, it was already, you know, what was mm -hmm. it, like 7.30? So you're exhausted from that trip. And then you're feeling the running when you wake up today. <laughs> you're mm -hmm. feeling all the... Well, I was feeling all of the... I did, you know, I had playtime this weekend and didn't work. And now I feel like I have to play catch up because I allowed myself to have like a day and a half off, which I never do. Like I just do not give myself any free time at all. To which do was any. one of the reasons why we went. Yes. And that we actually made ourselves go because one of our issues that we have to work on and we work on all the time is mm -hmm. working too much. Like mm -hmm. the amount of work that we have and the amount of work that we do would be normally 12 hours, if not more a day. And we're mm -hmm. always doing something work-wise. So we're, you know, working on not doing so much. And that's why I said, like, I don't even remember what a normal day is anymore. I'm like, if mm -hmm. I think back like five years, if you think back like five years, Hall, what do you think is the difference in the amount of time? Because it feels like I have no time and that there's way more to do. I've always been busy. I've always had, you know, 10 million things to do. I always mm -hmm. have a long list. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't so stressful. And you could do them, like something that took five minutes. I feel like 10 years ago, not even. I think five years ago is too recent. Well, it started in 2012. It really, like, sped up. But even, like, something that... And what's even more interesting is the amount of mistakes that people are making because we're going so fast. Mm -hmm. And it takes, it takes literally three times to get something done. Mm -hmm. Like, I ordered a, a new microphone. So the microphone comes, and it's, <laughs> it's great, finally. And I get it together. I, you know, start to use it. And five seconds later, I mean, literally, I think 30 seconds, maybe a minute, I see that the cord is bent. Like, there's the little insert part where it goes and is, is bent. And I'm like, why isn't this working right? It worked for a minute. Well, that was great. I think it, I think it's going to be a good mic. It's And then I'm like, okay, let me just call the company and let them know. The cord has a, you know, could you please just send me a new cord? Nope. You got to send the whole mic back. <laughs> we'll send you a, we'll send you a return. And you like, why can't you just send me a cord? It would be so simple. Just send me a cord. I'll send I I'll send you the cord back if you want the cord. But um, nope, put the whole mic back. Thank God I kept the mic box, which I normally do for those such things. Although I did get rid of the um, I recycled the box that the the whole thing came in package wise. So then I was running around finding one of those. But it's it's those type of things. It's like interesting. So the cord bends along with you know. Okay, you do something on your car and then you get out the place, and the next thing you know, you're back there with your car because the check engine light comes back on after you get almost home. You're like, didn't they just fix this? And then you're back there with your car. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, you've been in there with your car. When is your car? Tomorrow? Tomorrow morning, and I was just there a month ago. So it's 
in their mm-hmm. their. Mine's a tire thing, though. It's yeah, you have a tire thing. Yeah. Driving around New York, you're on the yeah, tire. Yeah, I have, have a lot of potholes and road things, and my tires end up getting like bubbles in the sidewall and all that good fun stuff. So I keep having to bring it in to have them check uh, and do have them tires. fix my t- have them fix my tires that the poor New York <laughs> dumb New York streets have uh, hurt my they hurt my car. <laughs> <laughs> the street the streets in New York are rough on the tires. Yeah. Never mind the energy of the running around. See, that's what's happening. Your car's running around too much in New York, and it's, it's true. getting beat up. So it's true. That you might need to take a little of. You might need to take a little bit of a, um, a metaphor of that and be like, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe my car's trying to tell me something. No, it's those low-profile tires. They. Uh, they don't take a lot. They're sensitive. <laughs> they're they're sensitive. very sensitive. Well, that seems to be a theme. Everyone seems to be a little sensitive, mm-hmm. because. I don't tend to watch the news because it's depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lord knows I feel enough of it every day. But then sometimes I have to watch it because of the stuff that I'm feeling. Or, you know, it pops up and you see it, mm-hmm. you know, all over the place. But the amount of things that are happening and, you know, whether they're here. I mean, Oh, like wait, let me pop in. I, have a thought. I just had a thought. Do you remember, like, two months ago I was texting you and I was in New York and I was feeling like, unsafe to drive and I felt like there was like this big yes weird thing going to happen specifically said I feel like something large has just been put into motion and I feel very nervous and I don't know if I want to drive or where I want to what I want to do but something big feels like it's about to happen and I told you I felt the same and um I texted a friend of mine and he said I was feeling like that the other day that's interesting and then um then I te- texted this to my mom, too, being like, hey, like, we both are feeling this way. And, and she was agreeing that she had a similar feeling, too. Um, and then it turns out, like, a day and a half after that, um, it was the, what happened? Was it the Syria thing? What I forgot what it was. What was the thing that happened? There was, like, some, some like, catastrophic thing had happened. Um, well, lately there's a bunch of them. So which one? It was in, uh, I don't know, it was, I don't I don't even remember what it was because I don't watch the news. And then just a friend of my, the friend, one of my friends that I was talking to messaged me being like, I think this is the thing that we were feeling. Like, this is what happened. Like, this is was, was on the oh, news. Oh, you mean the, the, the Syrian gassing of the, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, where the, I think it was in Syria the gassing of the people mm-hmm. and all those people were children adults you know there's some yeah some crazy thing happened that um i must have been feeling sensitive to i don't know but it doesn't matter like where we are in the on the planet we can still feel mm-hmm. you know what's happening and that feeling of something big is coming like it's already mm-hmm. been said like emotion. i already i already knew that there was something that was going to happen, and I just wasn't, I didn't know where or when. But and I a lot of times it. that will, like, I'll get that feeling, like, something's happening. They won't tell me where it's happening or when it's happening. They just tell me, or I just feel something's happening. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll tell me, you know, it depends on, because a lot of times it was that feeling of, okay, so then if I knew exactly what was happening, then what am I supposed to do with that? Right. Um, we're going to call who? And say Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters, and say, listen, you got to get over to here because something's going down over here. And 
at this point, you know, hopefully at some point soon, you know, some point sooner that, that you know, our, our feelings like that, that, that there actually is people that you can call up and they'll, you know, go in and, and be able to investigate it and you could stop more of that from happening. Mm-hmm. But as a general sense, who are you calling? Right, yeah. You know, so they don't tend to, they don't tend to say exactly, unless it's something that you actually could call for or do something about, you know, unless it's, you know, is... I always said to them, if it was something that can't be changed, if it's not changeable, if it's the thing that is happening that you can't, you know. Who's them? The angels and guides. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the ones that, that um, I'm always channeling. If, if it was something that isn't changeable, then why bother telling me? Mm-hmm. Because what am I supposed to do with that? Or what would the person do with that? Right. Telling them. That's, you know. If it's something that is changeable, they tend to tell me. So, you know, like a person that came in for, um, for a session... When they were sitting with me, I kept feeling, and, you know, this happens once in a while. It doesn't happen every single time we're working, but it happens once in a while. And it, I kept being um, pulled to, and I want to say it was their kidneys. And the, like, I'm like, something is, I keep feeling your kidneys. And they said, that's, that's strange. I just had them checked. I was having a, you know, some kind of, I thought I was having a problem with them. And I had them checked, and they were fine. And I just had them checked, like, three months ago. And I said, oh, okay, well, you know what? If you want, then have them checked again just because the feeling is so strong. And they were asking me about something totally different. Like, So they were asking me, say, about their liver, I think. And it, their liver felt fine, but it was their kidneys that kept, I kept getting this attention drawn to. So they left, and maybe like two weeks later, they, they called me or emailed me or something, and they said, thank you so much for for that because... When I first walked out, I was like, well, I just had that checked, but because I really trust you and, you know, what you say, that I had them checked and there is a problem. And because I just caught it so fast that they're able to take care of the problem really quickly. And because they had just had them checked, you know, within a short amount of time, they wouldn't have thought to have them checked again. So that's the type of thing when we say, like, if there's something that can be done about it, then that will pop up. Mm-hmm. You know, thank goodness. If there was, and if that was, you know, whatever the thing was, then that might have not even come up in, in conversation at all. But it was interesting, because they were asking me, say, about their liver, and their liver felt fine, but their kidneys. Not that you shouldn't have your liver checked, too. They had their liver checked. But at, at the same point that we're making is that when those things pop up, it's, you know, something that I tend to go, all right, it's showing me that for a reason, mm-hmm. and I could just give you the information. So when, you, when you're feeling, you tell me, because when you're feeling, because... You have a lot of um, similar gifts. You don't use them the same way that I do, but you have right. a lot of, you know, the empathic gift is very strong in our family. Mm-hmm. And we use it differently. I mean, you do hair, makeup, and films, and mm-hmm. and I do. And it's not like you don't help people, but we do we do helping. We do hin- inside hand out. Right. What is What do some of the clients say? You're like the one-stop shop. We come over and Holly does this on the outside, and you do our inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the outside of their... Skull <laughs> and my mom's the inside of their skull. Yeah. Uh, it, well, the the intuitive part um, is helpful a lot actually with brides. I mean, it's helpful all across the board with all of the people that I work with, but particularly brides because I feel like there's so much pressure on on um, brides that to have to have a perfect day that it ends up making them feel anxious. And a lot of the time that, I mean, that day goes by so quick 
that, and they're so anxious about having it perfect that they miss the whole day altogether. So, <laughs> which they planned for forever, however long. Yeah, it's really it. is really crazy. So, when when I have uh, trials with people, you know, before they're confirmed to to work with me, and I'm meeting them for the first time, and we're kind of figuring out, you know, how do they want their hair, how do they want their makeup, what's going on, you know, like we're kind of feeling each other out to see if we're compatible to work together. A lot of the times um, they may not know what they want or they kind of know what they want, but they don't know the words to describe what they need and they they can kind of show it with pictures um, or they're so specific that they say they like this exact thing, but uh, I, I feel that they kind of don't like they maybe won't actually like it once it's on them so you know having um having the ability to kind of like tap into what they're feeling and what they're like trying to tell you what they're trying to to show you yeah what they're trying to show me actually is helpful um for them too and like i find that when um the, you know, because I'm the person that's getting them ready for that day, it kind of, like, sets their tone for the day. So if, if they feel, like, safe and comfortable and, and you know, trust that the, the hair and makeup process is going to, you know, they're going to they're look nice and feel, you know, beautiful and because I'm so relaxed and generally very, um, you know, like, reassuring and, you know, just, like, very easy that it makes their the start of their day nice, which is... And that's the thing that we want to keep their their day going in. Right. Because it is such a fast thing, and there is so much to do. And I know when Nicholas got married last year, it was, you know, Mm -hmm. we were were busy. I know. But it was a very beautiful day and relaxing because of all those things, because Mm -hmm. we knew all those things. So we... You could remember it, and you could, you know, mm-hmm. feel it. And Although I, I feel like that date went by way quick because I was also working. <laughs> I was working and uh, I was hair and makeuping myself and me. My yeah, my mom and uh, and Caitlin. Caitlin, yep. And did I do anything anyone else? I don't think. No, so. that was it. I think the that was six plenty. things <laughs> is enough. Six things, yeah. I think that plenty. was plenty. Yeah, but. In the, in the sense of feeling relaxed and the day being enjoyable and being able to remember it, because a lot of times they don't remember it because it's so intense mm-hmm. and, you know, you want everything to be a certain way and it's your dream. And- mm-hmm.